This is the Amon Green Show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into the Amon Green Show. I'm Harrison Arns on the ones and twos. Host, as always, Amon Green streaming in from Houston. Talked a little bit, uh, going all over the board there, talking sports, kind of the glory age it yeah, seems like we're in these days. And, of course, if you guys ever want to join the show, 402-464-5685. Uh, we do have some bowl games on here right now. We got uh, the Duke's Mayo Bowl. It looks like North Carolina uh, was up in and that West one. Virginia. Or, excuse me, yeah, West, West Virginia is up 17-10. to 10 right now so uh, again these are kind of the bowl games where it's hard to gauge what the real engagement is I know wow the last bowl game that the Nebraska had it meant a lot for us but uh, for a lot of these teams again it's just a weird error we're in where it seems like they lost a little bit of value but I do want to ask you how important is that practice leading up to those bowl games because I think that's the one thing that Nebraska fans really want out of it. It's not necessarily so we can say we won, you know, the Pop-Tart Bowl or whatever one we may end up in, but I think it's the practice, the extra time that you can get with the players and the staff. How critical is that to actually continuing to develop a team? It's it's 100% critical. It's it's a a thing that between being a player and where I'm at now that it's so it's emphasized basically – going back to basics because at the end of a NFL season, end of a college football season, your body is like wore out. You get that lull. We hear a lot of commentators talk about it. And one thing I did not feel my rookie year in Seattle was that December, December, January, I say November, December, January lull where college football athletes be like, man, I'm tired, you know, usually because the season's over by then we didn't have, I didn't have that because we were playing well into January because of the bowl uh, college bowl games that we went to. We were playing day one or January 1st mm-hmm. or national title bowl games, which, which was the last bowl game of the bowl season. And so that's what you're you're coming across here is these young you know athletes are physically kind of reaching the end of their uh, of the road for them. And in NFL, that's where I see some of these teams, too, with this 17th game. I'm like, ooh, I say. You got to look at going back to basics. So I remember coaching high school football, probably my eighth or ninth year at Freedom High School. It was a small high school. We made it to the playoffs both seasons I was there. And I remember something that I saw on TV at that time. This was 20, 2018. And I saw something that Bill Belichick talked about, how he coached up his players and his team going into the playoffs. And he said, I'm one coach that would never sit my players if we clinched already where you have two or three teams in the NFL that's already clinched and won the division like the Detroit Lions. Right. He says, so Tom Brady will come up, you know, don't, don't ask you're playing. We're not benching you because we need to save you for the playoff. No, we need you now. We need you to stay in rhythm. So if anything, you're going to play the first half, if not the whole game. So just keep that in your mind, but don't come asking. I'll let you know, like a parent, I'll let you know when we're going to pull you out. So you got to have that mentality. It's like you got to you got to play through these games. You And then go. when I say go back to get basics, start working on the stuff you worked on day one of training camp, working on your tackling, working on your your catching, working on things that might have got deteriorated, that might have deteriorated throughout the season. And so tackling is one. And that's the one thing I brought up, because that's what Bill's like. We go back to basics on tackling drills for our professional athletes so i'm like wait a minute if the pros are doing this and this is the patriots at the time they were still winning super bowls you know what 
I told my head coach, hey, why don't we just go right back to basics and have this first day of our playoff practice feel like a training camp practice because then our bodies are now kind of like worn out a little bit, but they've forgotten some of the technique because now they're we were we were getting into games. We got school, we got tests, we got the you know we got Thanksgiving coming up, you know, here and at that time of the year for playoffs in Wisconsin at that time. So let's get them back to what they know best and the teaching the technique on stuff that we know we've seen some of the players kind of lose the technique throughout the season. And so just to remind them, hey. This is the basic drills of tackling, catching, throwing, uh, holding on to the ball when you're a ball carrier. It's, it's through that. And then obviously hit our drills, hit our installment of offense and defense, special teams to make sure kind of refresh the brain a little bit and not go back in that, you know, creature, a habit thing of this is week 15 now. And we've done this for th- four months now. And so now you got to refresh the mind. And I'll say real quick, I remember my freshman year, before we played the Florida Gators in the in the Fiesta Bowl in Arizona, we played two full football games. We had an 80 play scrimmage in Lincoln a day before we left. We woke up that morning, flew to Arizona, and the day after we landed, we had another 80 play scrimmage. So we played two full games. Full pads? And we did this full pads. Everybody was live. <laughs> Tommy, Scott, everybody, Brooke. I don't think you would ever see that today. That's awesome that, that no, happened, but I don't think you're no, ever seeing that. I don't think no, the rules I, wouldn't let you. I don't think. When, when I say everything, the, you know how in the radio station there in the studio it says live. Mm-hmm. That was a sign <laughs> on Tommy's head, over on Scott's head, Matt Terman, everybody who was a quarterback run. It didn't matter. It was live scrimmaging. LP, me, Clinton, Damon, Jay Sims, um, Brandon Holbar, whoever was get. It was full contact scrimmages, and I'm like sitting there as a freshman, I'm like. We played a whole game. I was like, some of the games don't have 80 plays. I, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, how long were those practices? Game. They were 80 play scrimmages. So you just, plays. like, so how I, long did it take you? Like two all, hours? Two, three, two and a half yeah, hours? Yeah, about two and a half hours. Yeah, <laughs> almost like a football game. I was like, and so and now it made sense. Then it clicked in. Oh, wow, we're about to kick off in the Gators' butt. Mm-hmm. We're playing games. We're not just scrimmaging and practicing. We're playing a, we, we had it set up just like a game. We kicked the ball off. We had four plays or a drive, and if we didn't drive and score, then we had to punt it, punt it, boom. Then the other offense will be one's offense versus the one offense versus the two defense, and eventually one offense versus one defense, and then one, two offense versus two defense and flipping around. One offense versus two defense and two offense versus one defense. So seeing that and then going around, you know, oh, my God. So, yeah, we were ready. And so obviously you won't see that at the college level, and you definitely won't see it at the NFL level. You will not see that, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that was the mindset. And that's how we conditioned our bodies when I was in Lincoln. But then having that NFL, you know, Bill Belichick did it. too. it's like for any player on my team, this is the time I need you. So if you get all out of rhythm, it only takes one week to get, you know, one game and not playing and be off, off of rhythm, especially a quarterback with his receivers, his running back with his old line defense, the lead lineman with the linebackers and the DBs covering, you know, that takes one week to get off your rhythm you don't want that when you got super bowl you got national title or you got just a bowl victory waiting for you and you take that week off because oh we got we got we got we we already clinched the playoff no it's like no bro you're playing don't ask we'll let you know when we're going to pull you out and it might be a surprise or we might not if i'm playing mind games with you like just play it don't worry about nothing else just play the game bro that's it (laughs) 
And uh, that, that's like, that's all you want sometimes. But I, I'm curious, yeah. you know, with 2016 being the last time Nebraska was able to get into a bowl game, that's the last time right. they were able to get those extra reps. How far do you think that set Nebraska back to have that many years in a row where the, the culture uh, just, you know, from the youngest guy to the oldest guy at this point in time, that culture is completely unknown to them, not because they didn't want it, just because it's just been an unfortunate skid for Nebraska football over the years. How much do you think that's hurt Nebraska culturally, just not having any experience in postseason play with any of the guys on the current roster? It's, it's a lot. It hurt a lot because that bowl game is an experience and a reward, right? You earn your way through the season. You won six or more games minus – Minnesota, which I still trying to figure that one out. That one really bothers I, I, me because Minnesota, just real quick, I, talking about momentum, they get that APR. Two games below 500. It becomes a oh, what a bad year for Minnesota. They sneak in right. with the high APR. They beat Bowling Green, and guess what? Now they got more momentum going into next season because they managed to get six wins. They got a bullet game, and now they're actually feeling good about themselves. Um, as opposed yeah. to where if they would have lost five and seven. Just a quick tangent there. Just P.J. Fleck and the Minnesota team. Uh, you know, not my favorite coach out there, but give them credit. They they got what it you done. Gonna do? mm-hmm. What you going to do about it? So, um, like I said, before I got into the Minnesota diversion there, um, the bowl game is a reward. So you earned your way there. Um, when you're a team like we were built back in 95, 96, 97, that 96 season, 96 season obviously – a lot of seniors were unhappy because we're going to the, we were going to a big bowl game, but mm-hmm. it wasn't the title game. Yeah, your guys' um, standard was title or bust. It was title, and the title that year was in uh, New Orleans at the Sugar Bowl, and it was end up being I think it was Virginia Tech and and uh, Florida State. They made it or Florida, something like that. And then we're watching the game. You know, I remember coming home watching. I think they played. Yeah, they played after us because we played first. And so yeah, it is a lot for the seniors. For the last year players, like guys that come in later, you know, transferred in now, you know, with transfer portal that we have now. So if that bowl game is not one of those New Year's Day, Christmas Day, after Christmas, I say after Christmas, between New Year's and Christmas, one of those bowl games. Mm-hmm. And we have, like you mentioned earlier, some of the bowl names they have out there. It's like, come on, Duke's are you kidding me? Uh, the pop card bowl. <laughs> I, I'm not. Kidding. I'm trying. I'm not trying to make fun of this at all. I'm just bringing it up because it is a real bowl. It is called the Tony the Tiger Bowl. Yep. Now, as a kid, <laughs> knowing who Tony the Tiger is, never once in my life, because I was a, I've been a college football fan since I was a kid and NFL fan. Never thought I would hear that his name in the same sentence as a bowl game. So it just blew my mind about three years ago, four years ago, I saw and heard this is the Tony the Tiger Bowl. I'm like, what in the French toast is going on? Yeah, but, and they seem to get a little more ridiculous every year. Uh, I mean, that's they, they just, do. I mean, that's it's, where we're at. You know, you look at stadium names too. I still, when I look oh, at the Steelers, I'm always going to call the Steelers Field, Heinz Field, but just with yeah, the that's, endorsements, that's the money, it just changes nonstop. And that's how you get... Um, I, you know, the Go Daddy Bowl. I remember when that one first came around. That one was always just kind yeah, of a that funny one name. Was rough. <laughs> that was a rough one. That was a rough one. I mean, like I said, there's reward for these teams, but like I say some of the names are a little like off putting. Like the one here, uh, the famous Toastery Bowl. Yeah. It's a Toastery, bro. 
Yeah, that one. Uh, that this one's actually got a fun tradition to it. I don't mind that one because they fill up the. Uh, you know, like, instead of you dump the Gatorade on the couch, it's just a bunch of toast. It's, it's, just, it's, just, a, it's a bunch of what? You, toast. You, they just. It's a thing full of toast. I'll that. take the toast. I'll take that <laughs> over over mayo for this bowl that West Virginia. Yeah, it's mayonnaise. Started. It's mayonnaise. They got mayonnaise dumped on it. I'm like, no, I don't want mayonnaise dumped on me. No, I don't like mayonnaise on half my sandwiches. So no. Uh, yeah. Don't put it on my whole body. <laughs> there's uh there's some of them are better than others. The Pop Tart Bowl, you know, that one as a player wouldn't mind that one. I don't know what the goodie bags look like for that, but you probably get a pretty right. long supply of Pop Tarts with you. Um yeah, I'm just trying to look at some of these other names out here. The, uh, the hey, Tony, the Tiger the Bowl. Wasabi, <laughs> the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. So that's obviously in Boston. It's at Fenway Park. There's wasabi. no way no way they're dumping wasabi on the head coach. That's not oh, happening. Yeah. You better not <laughs> put that green hot stuff on me. But they got a wasabi bowl, bro. That's like saying it's like Heinz. That's ketchup. You mm-hmm. know, it's a, it's a condiment. But it's just interesting. Bad Boy Mowers Bowl. I didn't know is a company named Bad Boy Mowers. Pinstripe Bowl. I did not know that existed as a company <laughs> that makes that much money to pay college football to play in the stadium in Yankee Stadium. I think that's always kind of the best part is you realize like, wow, some of these companies got a lot more money than I thought they did when you see they got, they can afford enough for a bowl game. Uh, And uh, Bryce said Florida won the natty in 96. If I remember right, I can't look that up for you real quick before we go to break here. I think it was in sugar bowl. They played, uh, I thought they played Virginia tech or they played Florida state. One of the two. Well, they couldn't have played Florida state. Couldn't have had to be by tech. Yep, and uh, just just real quick here before we go to our next break here, I'm just going through some more of these names, but like obviously you get the bowl games that are a little more classic, but you get these newer ones like the Guaranteed Rate Bowl, uh, you know the uh, Hawaii Bowl, probably the best one you could really go to yeah. if you're looking for those lesser yeah, bowl games. Travel? Oh yeah, yeah that's a great one to get oh, into. And of course, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. That one's all right with me because that one's been there for a long time. For so they get that grandfathered okay. in for me. Uh, yeah, they a get grandfathered bit. in. You don't get teased at. Like, <laughs> yeah. that much. But it is interesting, and like we're talking about, we'll probably see some more unique bowl game names in the future. That or with this twelve-team playoff thing, who knows um, what these bowl games continue to look like? But we do have to go ahead and throw it to our next break here on yep. the Amon Green Show. Amon streaming in from Houston, Harrison on the ones and twos back at the Ticket Studio in ten forty O Street. Don't go anywhere. We've got one more segment on the other side.